Generation of the Millennials. I'm Stephanie. I'm Wendy. And this week we she's a tired one, guys. She's stretching here. It's early it's morning. It's daylight like savings, savings time. time, guys. Oh. Tired. Right. We're both a little if you could see us, we're both a little rough looking. Oh god, I got the bags. The like bags. I was my eyes aren't fully open it's fine but this week we are actually discussing because we are recording at the week of international women's day so and it is international women's month or basically women's month so we are celebrating women of the millennium i guess the the generation that's what they call us the spice girl or the girl power generation so you know that's what we're talking about we had a lot of whether movie roles, actresses, fierce politicians, you know, just anyone, like lots of women out there who were just really making themselves known and just making their imprint on the world at the in the 90s. Like I told you yesterday, my note was just going to be Oprah. <laughs> so when I was actually doing my notes, I forgot to put Oprah down. <laughs> so like the last time I was. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Think of inspirational women of the 90s, who's the first thing that pops in your head? Oprah. <laughs> right. But before we get too far into this, are we doing millennial moments? I guess, one? yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you have one from this week? I have to think I about it. I do have one. And yeah. it's, oh, I, I can understand how a lot of people are going to be like, come on, Lindy, she's like 20. She's not going to know this. But still, okay. I maintain that I waste all of my best fucking jokes on the young who don't fucking get it. Right. Somehow they set me up for the best ones. I don't know why. So I was talking with Lena. She comes up a lot in my, she just makes me feel old all the time. So <laughs> um, we were talking at break at work uh, the other day and I don't remember how we got on the conversation, but we were talking about things that millennials do that Gen Z's make fun of us for being old and whatever. And I brought up emojis. I was like, yeah, it was like using the laughing, crying face emoji. Apparently that makes us old. And she goes, emoticons. And I go, what? She's like, they're emoticons. And yes, they're super old. And I go, hold on, I have to have this better. She, okay. So she goes, uh, they're emoticons and they're as old as rocks. <laughs> She's like, they're called emoticons. That's what they were originally called. And I go, don't what? recite the dark magic to me, which I was there when it was written. Right? And Who the fuck you are, face, bitch? Blank face. And I'm just like, nothing? No? She, she, she's like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, Aslan? The Pevensies? She's like, nope. I'm like, Chronicles of Narnia? And she's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, you are an uber religious family. How have you not watched Chronicles of Narnia? Like, <laughs> the lion, the I can understand you being 22, but like, how do you, it's Narnia. Because like, I, I feel like even as kids, the books were so ingrained in our like school system. Yes, but she's also one that like does not, like she's not involved in media in any way, shape or form. She really doesn't watch movies or tv shows she she was always outside growing up like she her only social is i think insta like i don't even i don't even know like she probably has tiktok but like yeah she doesn't have any other social medias other than insta but i was just like are you kidding that is like the best line ever and you 
did not react to it. And it made me upset. How dare you be responsible for my emotions? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, what made so, you cold? Um, I have had one actually. So uh, I work at the odd part-time, we know, you know. Uh, so Friday and Tuesday- the wrestling thing? No, actually surprisingly oh, not. Okay. Um, so Friday and Tuesday night, um, I actually had to work what is high five alley. So it's basically where the Rangers come out and all the kids get to high five them and stuff like that. So okay. I have to be there like super early because there's also like the little Timbit kids that come through and they've got to go in, but I've got to stop them until the boys are done their practice. So I have to like not watch the boys, but I'm basically in the area where the boys are. So you're just kind of watching and waiting while practicing is monitoring. Right, yeah. monitoring, watching, waiting, making sure no one does anything, nothing happens or whatever. And then and then I'm literally looking at these kids and I'm just like, okay, y'all are born in 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006. And then as they're Stop playing, it. as they're Stop doing it. their warm up, hold on, they do these warm ups <sighs> and stuff like that. And they're always pumping out this music because, you know, it gets you pumped, gets you go, you know, stuff like that during the warm ups. And during the last one, they're playing stuff like Alicia Keys uh, and Jay-Z, Empire State of Mind, and like shots and like party rock. And I'm just like, no, 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 Lindy, these songs what? came out the years these kids were born when we were going yeah. to the bar. And so that was like, oh, this hurts. You kids are literally the same age as my bar days <laughs> and you're rocking the songs that i listened to at the bar the years you were born and okay. so it's a weird full circle kind of moment yes. of getting old a little bit <laughs> so this, that okay, was my so kind of millennial moments this week <laughs> my thought on this is okay yes that made you feel old that they're listening to music that is their age that came out when we were their age mm -hmm. which yep total millennial moment super old but I think what would have made me feel older not you because you're with the now like you're with it apparently I am no longer with it it has changed so I don't necessarily know any songs I don't really know any artists these days like I know a few a handful there's a couple I like but I I would not be able to pick out a Dua Lipa song or an Olivia Rodrigo song or like I don't know any of these other fucking rappers that are out. I don't know any of their names because they're all fucking stupid names. They're like all little fuck. somethings. Little Yachty, little, little Bodhi, like, little this, little, little like, cell phone. Like, how great is it that you're promoting your little self? Like, I don't, like, I, I know. I don't Here's know. I didn't even make feel older if they were playing music. I had no fucking clue what they were playing and who it was. So two things. You are Grandpa Simpson. I don't know what yes, it is. Yes, I and then I went on. And remember, you know I've said that line in the last week, right? <laughs> but the other thing is, is in our days, you were little when you were a teenager, and then as soon as you became an adult, you dropped the little right away. You weren't an adult trying to make yourself like a little. Bow Wow. He was little Bow Wow until like little 20, Romeo, and then he same dropped thing. the little, and then and he just became just Bow Romeo. Wow. Yeah, it's like you need to grow with your music. I don't want to be calling someone in their forties or their fifties. Oh, okay, except however, Lil Wayne. I was gonna you, say, you can't, he Little Wayne is Little out, Wayne. You can't, you can't just he, call him Wayne because then nobody will know what you're talking about. And he started out like as a teenager, so I get why his name yeah. was Little Wayne then, and he just never dropped the little. He just. Little I would say Little Wayne. Wayne is the only one that is the exception to the rule. Little John, in my opinion, I don't know who that is. Ah, oh, Skeet, 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 Skeet. Oh, him, Little John. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was Little Wayne too. 
no, no, that was little John. Little John, little Wayne. Uh, they were interchangeable in that time, kind of. They were the same. But you have to remember too, when I was younger, teenagers, little, early 20s, I was not into hip hop. I well, was not into rap. I was going to say, they weren't until like our 20s, the little, those little ones. Yeah. I only knew and them. I really only would, liked them at the bar because they were fun to dance to and shit. Like, I knew it's them not from, like much I would music. To willingly. It was, it was usually much music because we put the countdown yeah. on and you'd just be like, okay, well, just hold Actually, on. I've been listening to a lot of Ludacris lately. I've been listening to a lot of his stuff from back in like the 90s, early 2000s. Luda! I just, I almost know every single word to What's Your Fantasy Now? Because <laughs> I used to only know the part where it was like uh, backseat. It only up. took That's you like, like 25, 25 years to get there, Lindy. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like I listen to the song probably four times a day. That's hilarious. <laughs> because my Spotify's algorithm is totally fucked up and replays my same songs like four times a day. I have a list that is 11 hours long and they only play the same 20 fucking songs that they play. I, I don't know trying to change up my algorithm i'm trying i'll delete a song six fucking times and it'll still play it when i have it enhanced yeah i and take I the enhanced, enhanced off then i don't hear new music i take the well no sometimes i take the enhanced off for a bit because i'm just like i can't because yeah. that's exactly what happens it keeps repeating songs over and over so i take yeah. the enhanced off for a bit just to listen to my whole playlist of six hours of music or whatever it is and then I'll put the enhanced back on again so that I can discover new music. You kind of go through phases with the enhanced because you're like, I want to listen to just my stuff. But then after a yeah. bit, you're like, okay, I want some new stuff. So let's put it back on. I agree. But on that note, let's, I guess, get into uh, women of music then, I guess, kind of where to start. Yeah, you might as well start with women of music. Because we're talking so, in Spotify. Uh, do you want to start with like, do you want to say like, who was your inspiration um, when you were that age? Or we just start right off the inspirational women of the 90s? Um, so I feel like when it comes to women and music in the 90s, it was definitely a weird time. Because in country music, there was, you were getting like, end of 90s was very, very like, Lots of girls were dominating. And then all of a sudden, 2000, post 9-11, they just sort of died off, which was a very interesting thing. But that's a topic for a different episode. But we definitely started getting a lot of women in country. We started to get a lot of women coming into the hip hop scene as well. So we, the 90s was definitely a, and then also, of course, Spice Girls and the pop chart. Like we just, in music, it became a big time for women and their rise in pop culture, music and everything in that time. Um, so obviously, yeah. like I said, Spice Girls, obviously a huge one for, I think, all millennial poppy girls of that generation. Like, I think I know for sure I was, I have a photo of me as Sporty Spice in my grade seven talent show. We were all inspired by the Spice Girls, I feel like. <laughs> we all knew their dances. We knew every fucking lyric to every mother one of their fucking songs. And not just the singles that were released. Like, we knew the whole album. The movie songs it. that were never released. The yes. Pepsi song that was never really yes. released at first. Until it went on to the second yes. album, but it wasn't on first. Like, you knew every, like, you found all of the, you tried to find all of the old videos when they were, like, before the Spice Girls or, like, watching the interviews all the time. And you just, everyone had a girl that they identified with as well. Yep. You could all identify I with your own. didn't necessarily, I don't, I didn't identify with, like, I say, if I had to say I identified with one of them, I would say scary. Just because, mm -hmm. like, she was, like, the quote-unquote weird one. Yep. And I always found myself to be the the quote unquote weird one odd one out in my group of friends in high school and stuff. Like I was always just different. different. Yeah. Like, and uh, not I, obviously not in a bad way. No. In a very good way. Because I'm. Did, awesome. we, 
we've learned but, now that different is good back then different was still a little different but now different is it, what makes at the world that age, okay it that. can be very scary to be different from your uh, friends absolutely 100 percent. and in hindsight it's honestly a stupid fucking concept because like nowadays i'm like who wants to be the same as everybody else that's but it, boring it's the same oh, cycle in high. it's the same thing because yeah. i actually read an article about how Every generation no yeah. gen z is getting bullied because if you don't have an iphone like because not having iphones yeah. And it's oh, just apparently like, if you have an Android, you're a poor kid. I'm just like, fuck you. Big, but here's the thing. Android's the way superior, powerful phone, but we won't get it on that topic is. today. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's, I got topic for Please another Please redirect episode. your hate mail. Cause we are not going to listen or we're not going to watch or we're not going to read it. Yeah. We're both Android users. Sorry, so, iPhone users. You're just below us. It's fine. Um, yeah. So I would say Very that nice. like, I was a sort of, I kind of identified a baby just cause I was always the youngest one, but really I was sporty spice. Cause I was a little bit more of that, like. Back in the day, what we would have called the tomboy-esque girl. I wasn't always the girly girl. I didn't want to be the girly girl. I liked wearing pants and I never wore skirts and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I wore my pajama pants to school like every fucking day. Right? Like in the morning getting just to sit at a desk for six fucking hours. Right? Why do I want to put on makeup? Trying to impress. The boy, the cute boys though. Yeah, everyone. You're trying to impress everyone and be popular and be liked but who gives a fucking shit who cares uh although so one, again, one fun fact about that i did read on women's day the most googled thing on international women's day is when is international men's day yes so that, i had I to at least that. say and that funny, and that just I goes to that, show you i saw that little meme on facebook where it showed like the graph and is like blah 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 or whatever and i thought it was really really funny because on international women's day i was sitting there on the couch and aaron was sitting there with me and he goes oh by the way honey like happy international women's day and i was like oh thanks baby and then after pause he goes i wonder when international men's day is right which i already knew was november because guess what <laughs> movember is for a reason men there's a reason we celebrate men's yeah. health in <laughs> november because it's all that day all that month <laughs> but it was just funny <laughs> back to the ladies <laughs> So again, in the music industry, we did also, I also kind of wanted to touch on like some songs as well, like not just the artists, but the specific songs that some of them had that kind of helped us with our, you know, girly power. So we had Just a Girl by No Doubt, Girls Lie Too with Terry Clark, Independent Women, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, Any Man of Mine, uh, More Than a Woman. And then you had like Goodbye Earl, where they're killing a guy because he treated her wrong. You ought to know. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're underselling that. You're underselling that stuff. He didn't treat her wrong. He straight up fucking abused her. Right, abused her. (laughs) Right, exactly. Beat the shit out of her. I know you were trying to be politically correct, but we don't have to be like that on our podcast. This is true. This is true. We don't have to. And of course, you ought to know Alanis getting mad at Dave. He went down on her in a theater. Like, come on. Not saying it was me. But, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we I all think know. Think it's me. <laughs> so, like, we just had all of these prominent songs that were telling us to just be independent, to be our like, to just go for it. Women are strong. We're fierce. We can do anything that a men can do. Like, our generation definitely was a girl, like, a girl power generation for sure. We had lots of stuff that was. Yeah, it was definitely the era of women trying to make the world their own and starting to fight back against the stereotypical patriarchy that is you know get in the kitchen make me a sandwich bitch right attitude um you make your own goddamn sandwich right make me one while you're at it exactly um and just a Actually, couple- no don't because you won't make it right i know i'll make my own <laughs> right that's the other problem is they never do it right so <laughs> we just gotta it do right. it ourselves 
Um, some of the other, uh, obviously big kind of women, I guess, prominent at the time we had TLC with the crazy, sexy, cool album. Oh, like, yes. oh my gosh. They were like one of the first groups to like really sing about sex. Right. And, like, and the then condoms in their glasses. Like they were yep. so ahead of their time. So ahead like, of their time. Wearing the baggy clothes, all the men's clothing, quote unquote. Like, right. yeah, fuck, they were amazing. It really sucked when Left Eye passed. In well, and not only that, their album, Crazy Sexy so Cool, which was the best-selling album, and they got screwed from it and got barely no money yeah. out of it because that's what happened to women a lot in that day. A lot of people also, not just women, but there was a lot of women that definitely got screwed on things. There's an, or a new article out. I haven't read it yet, but there is a new article out that Taylor Swift goes into um, incredible detail, detailing what it was like as a woman in the music industry at that time and like in the early 2000s like when she came out um how women actually were treated in the industry and they had to constantly revamp themselves men never had to fucking revamp themselves women constantly had to re-image um their christina let's yeah, just like put it that to, way she's the prime everything. example her first one yeah. sweet little innocent virgin then her dirty era then her back to basics pinup era era was Awesome. my favorite my favorite loved it well, again just, another big woman Britain, right so we also have uh garbage fiona apple missy elliott lauren hill all saints shell crow and vogue 702 where my girl's at from the front to back you know we had bitch meredith brooks the first time bitch was even allowed to be said and a woman yep. says it and brings, it the title it, takes of it a back song. takes yes. it back the legend of a cowgirl amani coppola pack my bags and i'm headed mm -hmm. yep Yep. Who do you love? Deborah Cox, like our Canadian that girls song. making it in. Like yeah. we had, and then you had the Riot Girl era with like, you know, uh, whole distillers, Veruca Salt, Bikini Girl, yeah. Bikini Kill. Like you've had. Do you have Cranberries on your list? I know I they're not a full did not, musical but or fully female band, but. The lead singer, we all know her. Like, yeah, I think she did wonders for Dolores uh, in the music industry. Absolutely. Yeah. And she even had like uh, short hair or shaved, uh, not quite shaved, but yeah. very short hair. And how many women would be so fierce to wear that kind of haircut and succeed in the industry as well? Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Uh, her music was so ahead of their time. They were so good. Uh, oh, the cranberries. Yeah. I, I know we're missing so many in the music industry, girls. We know that, but that's exactly it. At this uh, we time, can't there possibly was name all of them, but everything. please go on our Instas and, and let us know what you think and add the ones we've missed or haven't mentioned. Like, and please. We also want to also about mentioning how we had the diva specials, how like Mariah, Whitney, Shania would come together on a VH1 special and they showcased divas in the, in the music industry. I don't think we've had mm -hmm. a special like that in forever. You had mm -hmm. Lilith Fair, a whole entire yes. festival tour dedicated to nothing but women on it. I know a lot of people called it the lesbian tour because, you know, apparently a bunch of women aren't allowed to just celebrate themselves in because the 90s. You know, having anything directed towards just females really threatens like, the masculine part of men's lives, Egos. apparently, because God forbid us women support each other in our in our successes and our accomplishments and just completely ignore the men. How fucking dare we? Yep. What were we thinking? And it's not like the tickets weren't necessarily sold to men, but it's just that there was only a certain amount of men that would have gone to a festival of all women not artists. It's not like they were banning men. It's not like, oh, you're a guy, you can't have tickets, you can't no. come. Like just so, the whole like, all the artists were female. If there was a marketplace, they were probably mostly female-based businesses, you know? But then you have to you have to come up with arguments for the what about isms 
Well, mm -hmm. what about an all men's festival, an all men's artist festival? You women would be crying. Well, no, we fucking wouldn't because guess what? All of those festivals are already all fucking men. Warped tour is You're almost just essentially mostly men. it as such. Yeah. Like, you have maybe just, one girl artist. You're not trying to you ensure. had your centuries of being in control. You can relinquish the reins just a fucking little bit to right? give us some fucking recognition. And then right. we also have like, which happened a lot was the verses of women, not all, like, so Lilith Fair brought us together, but then the industry also wanted to pull us apart. Separate. We, yeah. they were trying to pit superstars against each other. You had the Christina, the Britney versus the Britney's, you know, like mm -hmm. the boy is mine. The it was like the three of them were like, you Mandy, can't like all of them Mandy have Moore to, like, in there as well. But yes. then, and then you also have like case in point, the boy is mine, Brandy and Monica, mm -hmm. like, yeah. There's just and then you also had them like comparing Destiny's Child to TLC, like right? who's the better trio? Like, well, when TLC was a trio because they were quartet at one point, but yes. like it's just enough with the competition, guys. Like, we are allowed to exist and all be successful at what we do. Yes, like and we, we don't have to be better. That's why, like, it really pisses me off when everyone's like, Oh, Queen Beyonce, Queen Beyonce. No, sorry, Bay, you're not the fucking queen, you are talented and successful and you've accomplished a lot like good for you but you are not the only one out there your shit stinks like everybody else's yeah sorry I have a personal thing against Beyonce I just well that's like when you were talking about Taylor's article I was like ah, I droned out because I uh, your hate of Bay is my hate of Taylor that's fair so I mean that's fair absolutely. and I don't hate I've Taylor I I I like her new album like I'm super into Paper Hearts right now fucking love that song mm -hmm. but I'm not like out there promoting her or anything. No, 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 no. I know you're not. I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, what how yeah. you feel about Bay is almost how I feel about Taylor. Like, she just, I girl needs to Aww, just. You're just not a Tay Tay fan. Fuck no, I ain't a Swifty. <laughs> Fuck no. Anyways, back to and that's there are other reasons. It's not that I don't like. Again, I'm not hating on a woman being a woman. There's just other reasons that we could get it into a whole episode if we really wanted to. But that is not for today. We want to bring up the women. Um, yeah. so, uh, and, and unfortunately we also had things like Mariah Carey when she got dragged through her, the shit with glitter. Like they always wanted, like when a woman tried to do something maybe different or six, like if she, we weren't allowed to fail, we had to be perfect at everything. And, but that's mm -hmm. not the case. Now we know that failure is just a stepping stone of learning. Yeah. Like, so like, you it can't was, succeed without failure. Right. Otherwise you have absolutely no idea what success actually feels like. And it was like, there's so many other people who had just as many terrible fucking movies, but they're, it seemed like they didn't get dragged through shit like that poor woman did with glitter. Yeah, that's like, yeah, a lot of the horrible, horrible movies out there were made by men. Right. There's maybe like a handful that were made by women and glitter happens to be one of them. Not going to lie. Glitter was awful. <laughs> but like, I commend Mariah for stepping out of her comfort zone and right. trying something, something new, new and taking that risk. Like, and she handled the criticisms like a lady. Yes. She handled them well. And she didn't throw any tantrums. She wasn't emotional about it. Like she didn't go crying to things. Like she handled it just fine. Yeah. Better than most As fucking men handle Most women most handle themselves. things professionally. And it's always the men. Wanna talk about emotions? Mm, not mm. okay. That's a whole other topic. Anyways. But um <laughs> and then we also have uh, just the favorites there as the Moulin Rouge Quartet. Mm-hmm. Lil Kim, Maya, Maya Christina, Christina Pink. and Pink. You Can't know? forget about Missy. Missy was in that Missy too. Was in that as well. Oh, yes. Like yeah, she was in a little, little yeah. But, but exactly, like we have five, outro. 
five amazing women in one song uh, doing their thing, ooding confidence, sexy, and those awesome little cute out boot, you know, bur- burlesque outfits. The outfits, yeah. Right? Like, you know, I had- love that song. That like I still fucking rock to that. Oh, song. me too. All the time. Like, they're so good. And they're I remember so like the the TV show Wannabe. Yeah. I think one of the first episodes I ever watched was that one where the four women became the the yeah uh, from that the one. Moulin Rouge girls. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. Like that was awesome. Uh but again, like you said, Dixie Chicks with Goodbye Earl. Let's not over let's not over sugar that. Like I think at the time we all I think everyone loved that song. It was such a great song. And I do. I I agree. And I think one of the reasons why people love that song so much, not just because of the beat and like, it's a great song to dance to, sing along to, it's funny, but like a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, well, it's promoting murder. No, like I I can see where you're coming from with that. Like I understand where you're coming from, but no, it's promoting women having women's back. There's two best friends. One of them lived across the country from her best friend, saw her best friend being abused beat her so bad in she peril. was in the hospital so she she went to the hospital she planned to kill her husband like i'm not promoting murder i'm not promoting this at all i don't condone it in any way shape or form but sometimes what i'm, what I'm condoning <laughs> is the supportive friendship she risked her life and her freedom to save her friend from her abusive husband could they have done it about it a different way probably chance but they even say it in the song she tried to go with the legal way she got a restraining order against him and he walked right through it and put her in the fucking hospital right so the girls bought some land so on a roadside stand <laughs> yeah so that's where it comes in like where society doesn't give a shit about women women will go to a police station completely battered black and blue head to toe and they're like sorry you have no proof that it was your husband who actually did this so sorry, you have to go back to his house and we can't give you a restraining order. Or like, oh, he walked through the restraining order and put you in the hospital. Oh, we're not going to arrest him. We'll just put him on probation or something. Yeah. Like, which society doesn't give a shit about women. There's actually, which is f- funny. There is actually kind of not exactly new iteration, but a newer iteration that's kind of come out of sort of the same idea. Wait in the track, Hardy, my favorite artist right now in country music, him and Lainey Wilson. Same song, some guy driving down this. No, I'm just, I'm explaining. So basically he's driving down the street. A girl is standing in his headlights sees that she's been battered and bruised, tells her to wait in the truck. He goes to the trailer park, knocks on the door, kicks in the door. The guy comes in, shoots the husband, waits on the front step, police hit, take him to jail. And at the very end, he's like, it was cool to take to do at least five years to life for this girl because she still comes and visits me. And at least now she's not being beaten and she's a brighter side. So it's, it's kind don't of- Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm just I saying, would kill for my friends. I would. Right. But it's it's just nice yeah. that like at least someone is kind of like because you haven't heard a song kind of like that again. Someone's sort of bringing the topic back up because it is still a hot topic in certain areas where women are still getting beaten by their husbands and nothing is being done about it. And in the song, it's just literally some random guy sees a girl and saves her. And he's like, you know what? It's fine doing life because yeah, she now she's living a better life. Yeah, exactly. And so the world needs more people like that. Right. Exactly. And then less people like the abusers, more people like the saviors. Exactly. We don't have near enough of them. Um, another also, chicks are also pretty good because they also had like wide open spaces and ready to run. Where again, mm-hmm. just trying to like, especially wide open spaces. Like she just needed her space. She needed to figure herself out. She just needed to go like, you know? Yep. And not to mention, I, I, this, I'm pretty sure this is with, with this falls within the 2005, they're shut up and thing. Where they got all that flack for just expressing a political opinion, but- yep. 
any country star that is a male or a singer or a celebrity that is a male can express their political opinion. Look at Kid Rock. He wasn't vilified for his opinions about like okay, Toby Keith. Yeah. To- Toby Keeps Keith started that whole fucking witch hunt against the Dixie Chicks all because they were just like they're not our president. We're ashamed he's our president. We he's didn't from vote Texas. For him. Big yeah. fucking deal. Big fucking deal. Suck it up, Toby. Dry your tears with all those fucking Grammys you have. Get the fuck over it. You have to lead a vendetta against the Dixie Chicks just because they express their fucking opinion about an awful president. <laughs> Sorry, do you feel differently in 2016? Which is why I actually like, was saying to you that this is a whole other episode in and of itself, the whole country. Because like I said, in the late uh, 90s, we really, really were getting this rise of like women in a country music and then 9-11 hit. And then all of a sudden it just like, because I guess of what the the chick said, all the women just seemed to just sort of stop at that moment. And it was a big, huge influx of then men. Then we got bro country. Now we're sort of starting to get the women coming back in again. But like, yeah, because we were probably so emotional that they- I feel like this is where, sorry. I feel like this is where the term snowflake could have been coined. Right. By all of the men that were so upset about what Natalie said. Right. Oh no. What about those sticks and stones and words and things? Like, come on guys, fuck up. Be a man about it. Grow a pair. Right. Like- and if you can't tell, I was being sarcastic about that because that's a toxic masculine thing to say, you know, just grow a pair or whatever. But come on, like they're just fucking words. Like, what does it matter? Right. And then we also, so in the 2000s, what I guess when the women did come back, they came back kind of like angry, fierce, because it was like redneck Winning. women, Gretchen Wilson, Miranda, Lambert, mm-hmm. kerosene, gunpowder and lead. Like they were coming back and being fierce because they were like, you know what? We got to be fierce because the guys think we are like emotional fine. We're going to be, we're going to show you who we are. I think there's also something to be said about the direction the music went too, because like, if you think about it, females saying mostly a lot about love and losing love and yeah. friendship or and falling like in love. But yeah. Like, um, come, come late nineties, early two thousands, they were starting to sing about, no, I don't fucking need you. Born Get to out fly. Of my life. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry over you. Leave by Jojo. I think that's a really good example. You ought to know by Alanis Morissette is another really good one. Like it's just there we're singing about about empowering ourselves, saying well, we don't need men in our lives to be fulfilled and to be successful and to feel yep. loved. Like we don't necessarily like. Yes, it's nice to have that relationship, but it's not a necessity. Yeah, like, it's it's we're not gonna put ourselves through shit just because we have a guy in our life. And pre- like, like a we, lot not- of us have those. Go ahead. We're, we're not going to go through what previous generations were put through just to, to keep a man. We we now are valuing ourselves more oh. and knowing that we want to be partners together, not just his wife. It's like that saying where they're just like, oh, why are so many people getting divorced and marriages aren't lasting? And It's because we don't have to be stuck in those abusive relationships anymore. Mm-hmm. Marriages back then lasted because women were stigmatized against for being divorced single mothers. Or if they the did. The only way that it wasn't was if the man died. That was the only way it was okay to be a single mother back then. Look how many single parent, single mothers exist now. And a lot of them do it by choice because they don't want to deal with the man in their life. Yeah. If you go back like, into some of the awful. histories of like the crazy houses or like the psychiatrics wards, a lot of them were men who just didn't want their wives anymore. So they told them they were crazy and they put them into the psych ward when there was really nothing wrong with them. They just didn't want to be with their wives or they wanted someone new. Because they were tired of having to tell their husband 12 fucking times in an hour 
to do something but, they already promised they would have done. But to think a man ago. could just put her in a psych ward and a crazy ward for the rest of her life. She was, and she couldn't yeah. do anything about it. Like, how is that fair to them? Anyways. Okay, hold on, hold on. One thing, just one thing, because yeah. I know this topic is going to get off on, but I just, I really want to mention it since we're on it anyway. Doctors. Sorry, I'm not going to tie your tubes or sterilize you because what if your future husband wants kids? Fuck you, it's my body, do it. That's you have it. to wait that until after the age of 32, apparently. That's and men to get fixed only have to wait until after 24. Well, and even in general, all of the tests, medical testing, all of these testings are always done on men. So there's always a lot of things where like, even just in product testing, medical testing, drug testing is all done on men versus women. So they never know how things also no one wants to test on a pregnant woman, but they never know how things will affect women on certain things because they won't test on women. Mm-hmm. So if you think about like in the cars, a lot of those safety features and airbags are mostly tested on a man's body, not a woman's body. So that's why women get this usually world, messed up more. The world is built for men. Yeah. It's built for men. And it's, there's, sorry, there's no excuse. There's no ifs, ands, or what's, what's about it. Like it's built for men. All yes. safety t- training, like all, everything was pretty much tested on and built for men. Yeah. And you can't say this isn't a man's world because it still fucking is in 2023 and it's bullshit. Yeah. It's getting better because yes. we have the influential women in our lives that are using their platforms to speak better out about society it, to and speak out about it. it. Yeah. To bring and like you said, how we have women like Oprah or Jennifer Aniston who are Oprah! showing you, you can be successful and go ahead without necessarily having children, having men, not doing the normal woman wifey tropes that we've been told we had to do for so many years we can that still we indoctrinated into yes yeah, yeah. two Great. last songs in the music one just because they were they're yes. hilarious ones so right now there's a song lauren elena it's called the ladies in the 90s she wants to do it like the ladies I've in the heard 90s. Of her. yes I've it's a good song and so of course like i said women in the 90s were very big that there's a whole song written about the ladies in the 90s we were we were there was so just something about that particular generation of music and women that were rising at that time and then mm-hmm. also lone stars mr mom i know how you feel but yes. i don't know how you do it yes like, if that if that doesn't that explain everything i think have- like lone star rascal flats like i think they had really great songs that promoted healthy relationships with women yes like look at look at Flats front porch looking in they would call that now I boyfriend that country because it's like the soft and lovey and we got yeah so we definitely had like yeah like you said like lone star was definitely more of that lovey dovey because like i said amazed was the big wedding song back then and everything i was amazed by you and it was it, they, now they call those We're people like boyfriend country like why does everything need a specific label of what type of country it is or music it is like remember when it was there was like five music genres now there's like 500 because everything's crossed over. There's one genre with like 500 subcategories under it. And you're just like, what? I don't even, I can't even anymore. I say, what do we, oh, we didn't mention Avril, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. He was a very big pinnacle late or early 2000s. Especially Canadian emo kid, like all of us, you know, we loved her. How many fucking times we walk around in fucking white beaters and ties. Ties, like, like, honestly. And what are your thoughts about the ladies of Friends? Like, I know we haven't gotten yes. to the TV show aspect yet, but. Well, we could bring into the TV because then we've also got the ladies of Sex in the City as well. Like yep. we've got these prominent groups of female friends hey, that were seen on TV. What, 
what I really liked about Sex in the City, the four main characters, is all four of them were completely different mm-hmm. and comfortable with their relationship goals. Like you have Charlotte, who's the hopeless romantic who wanted to be a wife and be a mom and the the, the typical like gender role, I guess, society would place on her. And yeah. I am not shaming that. I like, if that's what you want to be, be it mm-hmm. and be the best that you can be at it. But then there's Samantha, who is perfectly fine being promiscuous yeah proving that she can have she can be the big ass career woman and have all the male attention and get her rocks off to her content and And with her consent and it's what she wants but she did have a relationship for a bit but then she realized it's not for me but that's what i loved about the samantha character is that she took she was the male role Mm -hmm. of, of what a typical male businessman is yes and she made it female and yeah. pe- and she, when people were just like, oh, how can you be so promiscuous and slutty and blah, blah. She's like, fuck you, because that's why. That's who I am. You don't need that to give me. excuses. You don't need to give reasons. That's me. You do you, as long as you are not hurting anybody, do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Or whoever you want. And then you had like, uh, and the other thing is, is about their dynamic is that, like I said, they're all different. And there were times where sometimes they would get in an argument in regards to that. Cause like, I remember one episode where Miranda gets angry with Charlotte a little bit because of her just wanting to be this like housewife housewife and mother. Yeah, exactly. How dare you want to actually be the gender stereotype that society has played out for you, but there's nothing wrong with wanting that. And then they still, they're still friends to this day. They just had it. It was just a one little blip in the thing. Like, you know, we, we are more than that. And she's like, but that it's exactly it. I've been afforded the choice to make this my choice. Because growing up, that's kind of like, I don't know if it was something that I actually really wanted or if it was something that society indoctrinated me into, but it's something that like, I did want to be like, I would have loved to have just been like fifties housewife. I would have loved to just stay home. Right. Stay home to nothing. Have a house clean. No, not do nothing, but you clean that house. You cook your cook dinner you take care of the kids you keep your kids safe and well fed and loved and, and in the like, middle of the take, afternoon you have champagne with your friends jeez exactly. come on <laughs> and like these these things like like the uh, washer and dryer and dishwashers and stuff were created by men to make their wives lives just a little bit easier so they can have the breaks that they so much needed and deserved while yeah. the man was out making the money they were well, at home taking care of the home like it's and they they have said that there's like literally I know women did it all for free but they've like calculated how much like a housewife would actually make if she was like actually and it's it's a fucking huge thing so it's like yes I met like they should still honor that like yeah the woman might not be out making the money but if you do have a housewife she's still at home doing her fucking part too it's her choice it's her choice you don't get to judge her for something she's choosing now if he's forcing her and like emotionally and financially abusing her, forcing her to stay at home and doing that, then okay, you can have a problem with that. Yeah. But if it's something she loves and enjoys and wants to do because it's what she wants, then all the that's our choice. We've we've we have feminism now to make that your choice. But if you also yeah. but also like with Charlotte, she worked for a good 30 years as the gallery and stuff like that. She did have her career. Yeah. And then when she got married, nothing, she decided that that's what she wanted to be. Nothing wrong with wanting what you want, even if society deems it awful. If yeah. that's what you want, you don't hurt anybody getting it or obtaining it. How about it? Because guess what? They're not going to be there in your life. They don't like people aren't watching you like they are TV. People don't give a shit. Actually, they just want to life. Right. My, uh, life is different. Um, so, uh, yeah, Monica. The, the ladies. Mo- yeah, yeah, the ladies Monica. Yeah, the Rachel. Only thing, I only I just had this thought today. Um, the um, 
I saw a thing the other day on Facebook where they were praising friends for showing three different types of stories toward parenthood or motherhood, where they did surrogacy with Phoebe, single mm-hmm. parenthood with, with uh, Rachel and, yep, and, and fertility with Monica. Monica. Yeah. And the only thing that I had a thought where I was just like, okay, awesome. And then in the very last episode, Phoebe expressed her wanting for children with Mike. Okay, cool. That's what you want. But why did they have to have all three of them wanting motherhood? Why couldn't one of them just be perfectly content not having kids? Yeah. Like Phoebe, I feels like she might've been the one that would have just been okay with the not having kids or Rachel, but that was an accident thing that happened on that one. But I'm wondering, like, it's, I, I can't think of, an, of a specific episode or anything she said or anything like that, but I was, I always took it that Phoebe never actually wanted kids because of her own childhood growing up. Yeah. And like, then not only that, her mom committed suicide. Like her dad was in prison. She didn't know who her real dad was for the longest time. Like it, like she had a really fucked up childhood. She has no relationship with her twin sister. Her and twin she sister honestly did give birth. It just wasn't her own children. And she gave so maybe birth, she yes. want, after that experience, she was just kind of like, mm, I don't know if it's for me. Yeah. But then they go ahead and change it in the last episode that, well, now I want one and that's perfectly fine. I just, I, I think I would have liked it better had they chosen to keep her Not and Mike put that um, voluntarily child-free. Yeah. Just to show that not or choosing not to have kids is not the end all be all. It's yeah. not anything worth being judged for. It's especially with the way the world is going now. Like, come yeah. on. Which is also kind of nice with the Sex and the City girls because you have Samantha and Carrie that do not have kids, and then you have Miranda and Charlotte that do. Charlotte wanted them. Miranda was a oopsie, but she she made it work type thing. Like. Yeah. So that uh, yeah, we've only had one nut. Like. But then Charlotte also has the fertility option as well. So you do kind of see like she really wanted them and then she couldn't have them. She had the fertility thing and then she they adopt and then she ends up having and one natural. Like yeah. so, like it is nice that on that one they do capture every single kind of story as well. But it it is yeah, I, I understand. Like I feel like yeah, Phoebe was kind of one that wouldn't have mm-hmm. sort of wanted them. And again, no. Rachel might not have wanted them, but her, that her and Ross had the oopsies again. I've also, okay, what are your thoughts on this? I've also read an article about, because Rachel or Jennifer Aniston was asked about her very noticeable nipples in a lot of episodes of Friends. Yes. And she stated that it was basically the women taking their power back, saying like, fuck you, they're just nipples. They exist. Men and women both have them. Why should I hide them behind a bra? Like, why does that matter? Like, fuck all of you. Fuck the patriarch. Woo, feminism. What are your thoughts on that? What do you think? I do remember this time in pop culture because they made fun of it a lot. And I remember them, like I specifically remember other shows used like po- taking out fake nipples and putting them in their shirts and being like, ooh, because they're making fun of that same thing. Um, I don't know if it was, ne- I don't know if it was about necessarily taking the power back. I don't know. Maybe it was just a phase in our society. Like we were kind of wearing some like oh, halter no, tops. She was quoted in saying that, like it was someone oh. interviewed her and they asked her about the nipple thing and she's basically said, I chose to go braless, braless. Well, I was going to say like, there was a lot of clothes at that time that was kind of sheen and not really able to wear bras with. So I, I understand the options of wearing like a strapless versus braless, but I I accidentally went braless to work one day and it was awful. And it wasn't because my nipples were showing or anything like that. It was nothing about that. It was just that my boobs got super uncomfortable and sore and cold. Oh. Like, 
cold. Like it's just you like you go all day at home without wearing a bra, that's fine. Like whatever, you don't really notice it. But when you go to work and 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 do it, like it's completely a different feeling. I've never done it to work, it's but not like-, like I didn't feel self-conscious in any way, shape, or form. I really didn't give a shit. I told everybody I wasn't wearing a bra. I didn't care. But it was just like I'm uncomfortable because they're not supported and they're cold. <laughs> I, I was believe- constantly doing, I was constantly rubbing my boobs at work because they were cold. I've never not gone braless. I've never not gone braless to work. Um, but in the summertime when I wear my overalls, I will. Cause again, it's like covered. You don't have to see anything. Yeah. You just see a lower side boob or whatever, but like. I only forgot cause I very often just take my bra off as soon as I walk in the door and I leave it downstairs <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'll get dressed upstairs and be like, well, I'll put it on when I get back downstairs. And then I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wasn't wearing a bra that day. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's, I don't know. Um, Rock the bra, let's look, girls. Absolutely. Free the the boob. Free the boob. It's okay. Free the boob. Free the boob. All of it. The description of bras being like a booby zoo. They're (laughs) booby booby coffins. They're trapped in there. (laughs) Free the ladies. Ladies. And I love the, I love there's, I always say it all the time. There's a video out there of like a German lingerie company that forced their men to wear uh, weights on their chest as if they were wearing basically size double D boobs, which is like 16 pounds. Like, strapped men to their chest. To, like men who have to wear a pregnancy suit when they're bitching about their pregnant wives being yeah. complaining so, about being so, so you see the guys like placing the weights on top of their desk while they're trying to write and stuff and it's like yeah you got so it's I always love that video it's so funny. a lady ain't easy fellas right it ain't easy we, but we do it so on that note some of our fierce we women also as well we've got Sydney and Gail Weathers from the Scream franchise can we not give it out to these girls because they have survived a serial killer time and time again Yep. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, I think that without saying goes with um, Jamie Lee Curtis and her Halloween. I know it's not 90s. Well, H2O was 90s. Was, you know, we'll bring her back. She, she, comes, she comes throughout them all. She was one that started the, um, yeah. the, the female queen. lead in the horror. Scream Queen, yeah. Scream queen. And, in, and in Scream Queens. She was in Scream Queens. Right. She was the headmaster or the headmistress. Ma- head <laughs> because she and is the headmistress of Squeeze. All the Scream Queens that. to follow her. Great. great fucking show. I highly recommend everybody watch it. It's great. Um, only lasted like three seasons, but still. Um, also, like, if we're going into the movie tropes, like, you got to give it up for Gina Davis and Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver, like the yep. League of Our Own ladies. Well, it's Madonna? on my list. Girls. I was going to get Madonna? to my, my I list. I didn't put Madonna on my list. Just thought of her now. Oh that's God. true. That's true, Madonna. Because I think she was a little more eighties. So sometimes we forget nineties, two thousands. Oh, she's her impact was 90s. still huge. Yes, I didn't um, care for her country revamp and the whole whatever. That was two thousands. Her beer two thousands era. Yeah, I, the fake British accent. Like I, I didn't care. She was with Guy Ritchie and all that. But anyways, uh, but, like, Urban uh, Legends. Like, I watched that one recently. And again, you had like Tara Reid and all of them in that right, girls kind of again. Phenomenal. I right? loved that. As the killer. The bad guy. I like, love that. Like, loved it. Right. Exactly. So it's like, even the girls can be just as bad as the guys can and kill and do it. Like I'm, I think Ginger Snaps, another like. Oh, yes. Ginger Snaps was great. Um, Jeepers Creepers. I don't know if it's within. I I don't know if it was in the ninety-five to 05, but Christina Ricci's Cursed, where she was the werewolf. 
I didn't see that one actually. No, you should. I don't know what year it is. It might be out of our 05 range, but okay. it was good. Where she was um, Werewolf, oh, it was great. We had the relaunch of the Charlie's Angels and their best yes. friendship that came there to be after that as well. Those. And it makes me mad because they're great. They are. And like they're I said, great. Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, and Drew Barrymore, I feel like they're still friends to this day from that movie. They had, they were like at the time, they were great girls to be together. Like they were supporting each think, other. I don't think Aaron knows that Bill Murray is in it. So if I tell him Bill Murray is in it, he might want to watch it. What did you think of the remake? With Kristen Stewart and um, uh, Elizabeth Naomi Banks Scott in that. Elizabeth I Banks. didn't hate it. I loved it. Uh, Fucking I, loved it. I've watched I, it so many times. I have watched it like twice. So I have watched it like twice. I didn't hate it. It's so good. I um, love Christine, Kristen Stewart in it. Uh, she's so funny. She like, is a little. I feel like it. now that she's kind of so come out, she's a little bit better than she was in her teen years because she annoyed the fuck out of me in like that twilight early, everybody not did. even twilight even Everybody's before really twilight good. like the, just the, that era she just always bugged me she was always boring and in this she one was, she actually wasn't bad she was she was also fantastic in american ultra with jesse eisenberg i haven't seen that one. i think Grace. it was on my <gasps> list but i haven't seen it it's not on the streaming service anymore it's so like it might be on one of them watch it now Oh, I, I, all the, well, it might be on Paramount Plus, but it's not yeah, on Netflix anymore. It's not on Disney and it's not on Prime because okay. I've been wanting to watch it and it's not on those three. Oh, those are the only three I have. I'll have to see if it might be on um, Paramount Plus. Um, and then we another group of ladies that were awesome in the 90s because we also seem to have a rise in witchcraft in the 90s. The Craft, the movie of these four girls. Oh my gosh, yes. Fruz a book. Robin Tooney, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell was just it in the 90s. She was at Canada's it girl. She was an it girl. Yeah. She was an it girl along with like Julia Stiles and Kristen Dunst and like she just uh, did it in a different she wasn't in all of the big ones, like big fancy things. She was more in like yeah, like these ones, like these offbeat sort of things. Drama versus rom-coms and stuff. Yeah, like not mainstream, like big blockbusters type movies. Yeah. And it's funny because there's something like people were saying, because like there's again, kind of like a people arise in like women trying to find witchcraft again. And they say that there's something about like with what's going on in the economic times and women trying to find like their power or their witchcraft or things like, like witchcraft helps them find their power. So that it's this weird, they're feminine, whatever things. It's this weird thing. There's been some articles about the cool, like the cohesiveness between the two. Whenever we're in a weird time, women want to go through it. Then we also have women face weird times. We do weird shit. I mean, how many of us have cut bangs after a relationship? <laughs> Bad idea, but we did it. <laughs> I never cut bangs, but I definitely go and get the makeover from the salon, get my hair cut somehow. <laughs> yeah, I'll change something up. Like, right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We can't have like a woman, a power women episode without Buffy. Buffy. Deller, oh my God. She's not even fucking the queen. I love her so much. For me, it was literally Eliza Dushku. She literally was my first girl crush. I am not going to lie. My first girl crush ever. I loved Faith. She was a great character. She made me want to be a badass girl. Like five by five. <laughs> right? Like she yep. was my, like I, uh, yeah, I feel like. But I loved about Buffy was all the strong female leads, all the strong female roles. You have Buffy, you have uh, Willow, Kendra, you have Tara, you have um, Kendra Cordelia. was only one season, but she was there. Then you had Faith, I, then you had. I loved Cordelia's character. Arc. Yes, yes. Started yes. out as a nasty, typical high school girl. bitch. 
Yeah. Stood up to her friends for the guy she liked because it wasn't their idea of like the hot guy yeah. and things like that. She had, she had her own security and her own feelings, protecting her own feelings when she found out about Xander and Willow, like Xander fucked around on her with Willow. Like, yeah. And she didn't fucking put up with it. Mm-hmm. Like, she and made I th- the wish and then Buffy didn't show up and she died and like all of that and whatever and Willow was awesome as a vampire but I feel like watching a lot of these shows in like my prime teen years is definitely the reason why like I always had the mentality of like no man is ever gonna fuck with me like you can't beat me you can't like these women showed me that you do not let a man ever beat me in a relationship ever disrespect me ever treat me with less than what they yep. are and I'm Police glad for watching these shows demand respect in yes demand respect I've, and it be equals any man any guy any guy that i've started dating or have started seeing when we have like the talk the 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 define the relationship talk and whatnot i straight up i am straight up with them i tell them i'm like the first time you ever hit me you better make it fucking count because you will not live to see the next day I, no man is ever going to put their hands on me in anger ever and, the funny and if thing you is, do you will fu- it'll be the biggest thing you ever fucking absolutely. regret I, I feel and I like, try to instill that in my stepdaughter too. Like yeah. nobody gets that has the right to put their hands on you with any type of anger, yeah. any type of emotion without your consent. Yeah. Fuck that. I would rather go to prison than be beaten by a man. I, I feel like I've never even, ha- I feel like I've just exuded that in my relationships that I've never actually had to have that intro conversation. And I feel like all the men I've chose are just guys that would never ever do it or the guys that have dated me realize that I'm just there's something in me that they can tell oh like this is a girl I can't do anything like that too or something like but yeah, yeah like I just yeah you have to set those expectations early on absolutely yeah you've got to be like you are not one to be fucking messed with right but I feel like, like and not to be we're not going to be we're not going to be like put under the rule of thumb anymore like, and and not to be downgrading any type of woman or anything or any like hating on them but I find that sometimes those men tend to prey on usually a woman of a lower confidence or a weaker woman so that it's easier for them to beat on them and it's very unfortunate that there are some men out there that prey on that it's not the woman's fault it's totally the men's fault and they're awful too don't let don't oh, absolutely wrong. not we can be just as not, hideous like yeah women like it's they're human nature fucking be bitches awful. yes yes people of all genders and all walks of life it can be absolutely awful evil terrible people but we're just talking about the specific men who prey on the weak girls who may have mom or daddy issues raised in awful situations like just stop being such assholes like right be better fucking human be better people um drop dead gorgeous oh we love we've talked about we covered this in our episode about drop dead gorgeous we did if you want to go back and listen to that episode for season because it was great it just had to be added because again a cast of all women like again this is where we got some of our fierceness from was watching these movies growing up uh sugar even still had their hand in that movie and pushing down the woman that wrote it Mm -hmm. not giving her the role she specifically wrote for herself right exactly like it's still the fucking control that's still it's all about sugar and spice bunch of teenagers go and rob a bank because one of them's pregnant you know girls helping girls having their girls back right girls having their girls back bring it on again more cheerleaders you know trying to have each other's backs and again sort of a pitting versus versus which kind of happens in chilling world because it's a competition but like this specific team against the other because big red stole 
the Comptons cheerleadings, basically routines. And I mean, it's the same story in the next five too. Like in all six spring and odds, it's pretty much the same story. It is. But, but we're in st- different we're, aspects, yeah. We're just talking about the original because it was the best anyways. Um, Aaron Brockovich, which mm-hmm. at the time was a huge role for Julia Roberts. I believe she won the Oscar for it that year. And then can we also talk about how Julia Roberts went to the Oscars and didn't shave her armpits as well? Can we talk about that moment? Like, I honestly don't remember that. No. Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was the Oscars, but there was one thing where she didn't shave her Maybe armpits. Maybe it was the year I missed it. I don't know. But again, like I don't it was, even remember hearing about it. It was so. the biggest thing because you know, a woman, God forbid, go to a big event and have a tank top and not have her armpits shaved because women aren't allowed to have hair, which is another discussion that we can, you know, we could always have. I'm all for like I am not one that like I can go all winter without shaving my legs, but I am not gonna about to step outside my house in hairy legs and shorts. That is on me. That is my own personal hang up. Right. But if you don't want to shave your legs or armpits, whatever, like fuck, who cares? Sorry. It was the Notting men Hill are, premiere. Men are, allowed to, men, men are allowed to have so like be as hairy as it is because uh, as mistaken fat as they want to be, as bald like, as they want to be, as everything no, as they want to be, and no one that's cares. Not entirely true. Men have a lot of insecurities. Men do get judged for well, their I'm saying pop, dad pods and their pot bellies, but they get away with it more often than women can without yes. being judged. Yeah, they're not judged they near as bad as women. Not near as bad. And it was Julie um, Roberts in the 99 Notting Hill premiere, not the Oscars. But still, it was a big event where she went out. I didn't hear about it, but still. Oh, it was, you, it was in the tabloids. I'm surprised you wouldn't have because you and your tabloid addiction. But anyways. <laughs> now they're fucking like $9 for six pages of pe- like pieces of paper. I know. We used to like, we watch would, it online. Thank it was you. when it was $1.99 we got them all the time. Trust me, we yeah. were we were. But yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Aaron Brockovich, that role was amazing because it was also a story about a real person, a woman lawyer trying to get shit done and going outside using her sexuality and power. I haven't seen it, but I definitely was heard a lot about it, read a lot about it. She's using her own sexuality and power too, it's just not something I wanted to, to sort of get what she needed done. And sometimes that's what women have to do. We have to take our power back and use our own sexuality also, to get ourselves ahead. But at least we're maybe. taking ourselves back and doing it. Didn't she bring down like a big corporation or something? Yes, Isn't that I believe what the so. thing was? Yeah. So something to do with realty, like with real estate, I think. If I remember correctly. I have to Even I've never seen it. I think that's what I remember. Um, but yeah, like going off in that direction, like we also have like we can't forget about the ladies in sports. Like Mia Hamm was huge. Her infamous ripping off her shirt thing when they won that big soccer. I don't know what it was, the World Cup for women or something like that. And then you have like the v- the Williams sisters that paved the way for women of color, especially in a sports world. Yeah. Um, Cheryl Swoops, who was uh, basically the very one of the very first pro athletes for the WNBA when that came out in 1997, mm-hmm. and she was the very first high profile athlete to come out in in 2005. Can we also talk about Haley Wickenheiser, the uh, Canadian hockey player in women's hockey? Because we also, yep. you know, like she's like she paved the way for women's hockey period in general Mm -hmm. like she's won so many olympic titles she's now i believe on like she actually works for the leafs and she got like her dot like a bunch of different degrees and like the woman went far like yeah all of these like sports women who just because again for so long sports dominant unless you were gymnastics or figure skating they were very male dominated sports and now we have our own versions of, like I said, the WNBA. We have women's hockey. We have women's soccer. 
uh, all of these it's good to see all these women out there. And then we also had like the, oh, what was it? The 90, well, we talked about them already, but the 1996 Olympic gymnastics team, Carrie Strug, when she broke her ankle, it still She's won. On my list. Yep. So many women out there in the sports world as well. Oh, um, so, like, which, I feel like I need to mention, I, I, hold on. I, since we're on the sports, I need to mention this. The headline that I had to look it up where it says, um, wife of Bears lineman wins the bronze medal today in Rio Olympics. Instead yeah, we, of saying Cor, uh, Corey Codgill wins Rio for trap shooting. Yep, they have to bring Lincoln Why to her husband. Why do you need husband? to mention her husband? They Why always do, you have to do that. Her husband's profession? It's so fucking stupid and degrading yep. and demoralizing. Like, fuck off. Downgrading her accomplishments. It's yep. oppressive. And it's just, who cares what his success is? I want a fucking bronze medal at the Olympics in Rio. And he's Don't only on a fucking the Bears. I did that. Not he's only him. on the Bears. He's on the Bears. I wouldn't call that so super proud, okay? Like, right? sorry, Come her on. accomplishment is a lot more than his. Right. Sorry, exactly. any Bears fans? Not sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I still Hashtag will. Hashtag for life. Game. I also want to call out Lola Bunny. Can we please call out Lola Bunny? And Babs Bunny. Right. And Dot from Animaniacs. Right, like our girls. Like they were leading like, female roles. And can, like, like, again, with Lola Bunny, can we please discuss this? Because when people got mad that in the new version, they de-sexified her, like, come on, guys. Were you really getting turned on by a fucking cartoon bunny? She's a rabbit. A cartoon like, rabbit. She was overly sexualized in the original Space Jam. And now that she's not so sexy in the second one, you're complaining? Oh, come Are on. Are you kidding me? Come on. Are you kidding? Like, of all the things to complain about right a couple other of our cartoon oh girls God. i want to mention okay. spinelli oh fuck yeah she was my recess. favorite like, so like just a little oh, badass had no spinelli. fear everything because and when her she became one of the ashley's spy. her dad's a secret spy her, dad's her mom was spy. voiced by katie seagal another infamous female of our time woman oh gotta like, love miss katie seagal like love Ms. everything Seagal. um the powerpuff girls sugar spice oh, and a little bit of chemical x uh mm -hmm. daria and everything nice and chemical x, <laughs> and chemical x. daria and jane I, yes, like and jane. right they were just the different kind of girls like they spoke to a different generation of girls that you didn't have to be the popular pretty you know and a little bit of depressed another Sometimes show okay. that was ahead of its time for sure and we can't forget our Sailor Scouts from Sailor Moon. No, we can't forget about them. They were right. Sailor Jupiter. Sailor Mercury. Right. Like again, um, another group of girls where you could all identify with one because they all had different personalities and different like looks to them and traits and everything. And everybody yeah. totally tried to pretend to be like their little trans do their little transformation dances. We all did them. Let's not be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do, uh, we have to also mention some of the it girls from the late 90s, like Christina Ricci and Thora Birch and Gabby Huffman. Like they were in everything. Or even in literally. the 2000s, they did uh, that spread of all of the like the girls in like the young yep. women of Hollywood. They would do that every couple of yep. years or every year. They did that for a few years on uh, not Harper's Bazaar. Which one was it? Vanity Fair. That was the one. Vanity Fair sure. did that spread. Oh, yes. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, like there was the Lindsay um, Lohan one with like Amanda Bynes and like all of the it girls of the 2000s of Hollywood, the young it girls. Is that including like Hillary Duff and yeah. Miley Cyrus and stuff? Like, uh, I I'm have, not like, sure if Miley Channel Cyrus was on my list. I don't know if Miley Cyrus was quite in that one because I think she was a couple of years later, but it definitely was like Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, uh, Amanda Bynes, all of those girls were in it. 
which thank you, Hillary Duff, for showing us how to glow up properly without having any trauma and drama in your life as a child actor. Do we have any more to discuss about the 95 to 05? Is there anything else left that we have? To this photo about? shoot. Yep. Yep. That looks familiar. Yeah. Right? I remember that. that. That one. I sure do. So it had, yeah, Lindsay Lohan. It had Rory Gilmore, Amanda. Who else was there? The Olsen twins, Mandy Moore. Mm, uh, Olsen twins yeah. were huge. Raven. Oh, I love their. I can love we also, them. yes. Can we also talk about Raven? Like I so said, the Disney girls, Raven. She was yep. for her whole like life has always just been in the Hollywood eye. And then She's, she was gracefully able to sort of transition on like, which was another struggle for a lot of girls that were say young actresses and then had to try to figure out a way to transition into being a woman actress, but a guy can easily just go through it. No problem. Going from like young man to adult actor. Talk about the gross hypocrisy of these young, young child actors starting out in our lives as young as two or three, like some, um, Raven Simone was like, on fucking uh, Crosby show. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But then these fucking men have to have a countdown to their so 18th, 18th birthday. birthday. Olsen That's twins. Olsen so twins. Gross. Right. They had one for Millie Bobby Brown. Like it's just, it's, it's still going on. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. Like they had her for like all the Nickelodeon show kids, like Miranda Cosgrove and Jeff McCurdy. Like Jeanette McCurdy talks about it in her book. Um, yeah. I'm glad my mom is dead. Like it's, it's atrocious. What? Yeah the fucking patriarch puts these women through is disgusting yeah like i'm so glad the world is changing slowly slowly could be better but it, it's, we're getting there we're getting there yeah um and i think the definite like obviously about- the 60s would have definitely 60s 70s started this obviously all with the women doing the bra burnings and burning stuff like that and, but then in the 90s we obviously saw a resurgence in the feminism obviously with a lot of these movies like another one couple ones was like tank girl and gi jane yes women getting into the military which again was very very different which me and kevin watched renaissance man with danny devito i'm not sure if you saw that one and it had dion um from uh clueless in it she was like the only girl they have a small little Stacey female, Dash. St- yeah Stacy Dash they have a small little female unit in the military like being a woman in the military was difficult and hard to do yeah had that yeah more like that was a phenomenal movie that launched I'm pretty sure a huge investigation into the military with their treatment of women right and then tank because girl was very petty was- because that was basically a that was loosely based on a true story yeah and like she was abused in the military like portraying this this character or whatever and Mm -hmm. i I believe that that launched a huge investigation into how women were treated in the military and army corps and stuff like that yep so good on you thank you to me more right to me more being another one like just striptease um, a pinnacle female person in our striptease and like the showgirls elizabeth berkeley roles that she did yes elizabeth berkeley got fucking like her career was like dead after that role almost it's all because she was trying to break away from the jesse character saved by the bell the innocent straight a she did kind of but that's the thing is is i think people went yeah you went full the other way it was almost like you went to that was right twice she's allowed to she is she can do what she wants but i think that's where the big flack because at least if you did like a sort like at least with demi more strip tease it wasn't at like she was still a stripper but it wasn't as in your face as showgirls was so I think that could have been no. a difference of what it was. I'm not denying or right. anything of what you want to do, but it's just one of the things that like some girls, when they do try to change their image, they go so far they left overreach. that you do ostracize some of the people, which is unfortunate. 
I know, but I still disagree. I still think it was bullshit that she got ostracized for it. I think it, because like, it's just, where's the line? Why do you get to ostracize Elizabeth Berkeley for portraying that on screen when you visit strip clubs every fucking weekend with your disgusting, gross men friends? I, I, like, I'm sorry, not, you don't I'm get to have it both it's ways. The men, but it's like I said, it's the fact that she women's was on, is women too. No, 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 no. But the other thing is, is like you're on a kid's show and your fans kind of, it, it's kind of, it happens time and time again, is that you're trying to break away from the kid. Your audience is still sort of young. And then you just go so far left right away that you've, that you've ostracized all of that audience you I, had that you have to start new you're basically starting new and fresh with a new audience that's what it is is you're really just having saying. to start new that's what i'm yeah that's what i'm trying to say is instead of keeping an audience you might have had and let them transition with you you basically cut them off and are trying to find your way in this new world by cutting off what you did have almost i feel like that's I, what what my, you shouldn't have been ostracized for the role itself but i feel like that's what probably kind of happen more so because I couldn't watch showgirls I loved Jesse but I couldn't watch it because that was way out of my comfort like that was way past my age group so I couldn't follow I her it. career at that point type thing I watched it when it came out when I was like 12 I was I um I yeah was, I could thing, see strip you know, you but showgirls was you, I was not allowed that had, that you, had you like watch shows and movies that you're too young for you're not wrong I agree and I get what you're saying yeah however I think there has to be something to be said about how old these characters, these actors are portraying teenagers. So she was already probably mid twenties when she did striptease or right. um, showgirls, and um, but and it was only a few years after Saved by the Bell. So a lot of her fans are still looking at her as an eighteen or nineteen year old when she actually is a fully developed, mature, grown up adult woman. But that's a whole other issue with the set face. with uh, how Hollywood works that we can't. We have to try and fix somehow. I know I just feel it was just completely because you're not wrong like you say like with the OC they're all like 21 year olds playing 15 year olds any of these shows you think about always yep. the teens are played by 20 year olds so when they're that's, you think about them you're like oh you shouldn't be doing that you're actually 15 you're like oh no wait you're 20 years old because you think that's why that 90s character. show is so refreshing because yeah. they have 13 to 16 year olds playing 14 15 and 16 year olds because yeah. Aussie is 13. The guy that plays Ozzy is 13. Yeah. He is like two or three months younger than my stepdaughter. Yeah. And that shocked me because I thought he was a lot older. Like it's, but that's what I like. like kids portraying the age they are, the age they're supposed to Which, be like, as the characters. Disney was luckily always good for doing that. So I think that's why Disney, yeah. oh, Disney and Nickelodeon we... were able to hit. But yeah. On that, Sarah Connor as well, another you know badass one. And then my favorite, I have to just because also the some of the like Disney era princesses got a little sassy in the '90s, like Jasmine and you know stuff like that. We had some sassy Disney characters. Merida from Merida, yeah. We, I know she was a little 2000s, but still, yeah. We had and then we had like the the sassy it, it, girls this, in Hercules. This is when yeah, Mera? this is when women. Um, no, Meg. Meg. Um, this is when um, I think there were more female writers in Disney now. So they were starting to portray the female characters in Disney realistically, as opposed to just, oh, yes, kind oh, master, sir, I will bow down and be you whatever do. you want me to be. Right. Like, yeah. Now it's just What's like, oh, no, I have my own mind. Yeah. I have my own dreams. I have my own vision of my life. I'm not just going to lay down and just let them just pump out babies for you and keep your house clean. Right. Which again, I think is I why Jasmine is my favorite Disney that's character. That's what you want. What you want? Go ahead. 
I'm not a prize um, to be won. And she like, Sally yells that yes. line, right? Like we were getting yeah. feisty characters. Like, yes, I understand you're supposed to be my father and you're supposed to find my husband for me, but why can't I find someone I love? Why do I have, why do you have to give me an arranged marriage? Right? Like she broke that trope in that movie. <laughs> yeah. And Gracie Hart, Miss Congeniality. Can we talk about some, some Sandra Bullock? Oh, yes. Some Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Hey, I'm gliding here. Right? <laughs> and she straps. Oh, you that. need to take, she it. needs to take out her guns from her underneath her dress. Like, we got to sing, ladies. Right? Sternum, instep, nose, groin. You're welcome. Right? You're welcome. <laughs> Like that was just because again, it was, she was, she was all about her career. She didn't, she was an FBI agent. She didn't give a shit what she looked like. And then now yeah. all of a sudden, and, and everyone she was fine about like, that. They all knew that that's crazy. Into this glamorous, glamorous world. Right. She didn't give a pageant. shit who she was. She was her career yeah. and she didn't care. She didn't need to follow, uh, you know, Hollywood look of what a FBI agent was supposed to be. But I did love the makeover set um, scene in the yeah. first one, because it really does show you the lengths women do go to to be pretty and attractive for you not for you maybe for themselves but like it's fucking plucking and waxing and shaving and makeup and curlers and hair scalp bleeding and that just that is the the surface of it being in aesthetics school some of the treatments that we have to like do or have had done like there's ones where they're like electronic curtains so if you've got like any metal like the retainers or things in your face you just feel all this metal going there's somewhere like needles kind of go into your skin to help basically it traumatizes your skin to help the collagen and stuff regenerate itself and it's like what why would you go put yourself through these things and we could also talk about forever the hypocrisy of aging in Hollywood, men versus oh, women. women. Why is George women. Clooney doesn't like nobody a mentioned silver George fox. Hair, but Helen Mirren can't have long, gorgeous silver hair. She's too old. Annie McDowell can't have gray hair, but George Clooney can. Brad Again, Pitt silver can. foxes. They're called silver foxes and we're called old yep. spinsters or old maid. There's a whole episode in Sex yep. of the City where why do women get called the old maid? As they get older yep. and a man is get they, the age, the age, you know, with like a fine men age, like fine wines and they're silver foxes. Right. It's because what, guess what? Women go through so many more changes in their lives than men do, even without having kids, kids, having kids is a huge part of your physical change as you get older. Absolutely. But for the women who have never had their own children, they still go through those physical changes. Menopause changes you. Hormones change you. Emotions change you. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen to men, but it is like in society, men age like fine wine. They, Aaron is just getting hotter and hotter every fucking day. Whereas in, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, oh, I, I don't like my fupa and like, I could probably stop eating so much junk. And I'm just like, but then I have a thought, another thought where I'm just like, fuck it, who fucking cares? He Mm -hmm. loves me for me. He doesn't give a shit what I look like. As long as I love myself, it doesn't matter. Like it's, it's such a fucking headache. To have to keep up with it one day you're like fuck everyone the next day it's just like oh i hate how fat i am or i hate how ugly i am or i hate my hair or, i hate my eyebrows i hate this i hate that about just love yourself ladies everything about you <laughs> is beautiful oh well, yeah we're naturally prone to like hate ourselves or um, find the things yes. we do hate about ourselves and now, it's sorry just, go ahead just love yourself girls we all 
We've all got stuff we hate, but just don't think about that. Think about the positive things. Like, yeah, you have a you have a belly, but guess what? That belly gave you a baby. You have some thighs, but guess what? That thighs I have a belly, you but go... it didn't give me a baby. It no, gave me I'm... lots of yummy treats. <laughs> but I'm just trying to like just rephrase, like just kind of rethink about what why that is there. You have thighs because you love to go skating, and that's what you know. You, you ha- have appreciation for what your body does for you every day instead of the reasons why you don't like it. So since we're we are a little bit on the long time we don't want an hour and a half episode like our last one sorry guys that was couldn't edit a lot out of that one um can we just talk really quick about the women that inspire us today I just I have like a very quick list of women that I that inspire me on a daily basis and at the top of that list and you're gonna fucking judge me for it I don't care is Jojo Siwa fucking love her I love her whenever I'm in a bad mood I put on her music and it just gets me fucking going like it's just so positive and it's so like self-affirmation and female positive music and it has really good beat and fun to sing to and I just I love Jojo Siwa I love her so much (laughs) I just I love her so much but also on my list I have like AOC and I have Miley Cyrus Anna Kendrick Rebel Wilson Rebel Wilson Selena Gomez Hillary Duff Wendelin Christie and Lena Headey and Simone Biles the ladies of um uh TikTok, like Chris HC, Maya Asano, Ophelia Nichols. Like there's so many women out there that you say have TikTok so many I'm good just, things to say. I have no idea who you said about those TikTok people, not a fucking clue. You would know, you know, you would know who Chris HC is if you saw her. You would know. You I guarantee you have seen her videos. Okay. Guaranteed. Um just look her up real quick and you know who I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, like just especially right now, like Selena Gomez, I, just, I love her. Yeah. Fucking love her. Murders in the only murders in the building. Great show. Great show. And the way she handles critics with what was it that a couple of weeks ago where she, I think she did a red carpet or something and people called her fat. Yeah. And she's like, do you guys not understand what medication does to you? This, this is because I'm fighting a deadly fucking disease. And even if I wasn't, and this is what I look like, you don't get a say on how you feel about what I look like. I love the way I look. You can all basically go fuck yourselves. And I love her for that. I yeah. love Selena Gomez. I think she's amazing. I think she's amazing. And she's not bad mouthing um Haley uh, Bieber. Which and which Kardashian? Kylie. Kendall or was it Kylie? Oh no, Kendall. Yeah, it's Kendall, I think. Whichever Kendall and Haley. Like, I have not, I haven't heard or seen anything about her saying anything about Well, that. and even Justin Bieber apparently had his birthday and gave yeah. favors that kind of like <laughs> implied to bashing. But then we know he's not below that because he did that fucking love yourself yeah. song. So we know he's not <laughs> below doing shit like that. If that were me, I would be the first one on my social media blasting the shit out of them because I have no fucking self-control. She has self-control. That's something to strive for. (laughs) She's inspirational. And I think Gwendolyn Christie, I think, is worth mentioning too because there's another woman who's, she's six. Two six three. The other one she was um, on Wednesday. Well, she was on Wednesday, and she said, "This is the first time I've in ever her felt entire pretty. life she's felt beautiful." Yeah, and she's felt her body is beautiful. And I'm sorry, but Gwendolyn Christie, you are fucking gorgeous. Right, it's like, the other one too from the the witch at the beginning of Hocus Pocus. She's another one that's like really tall, and she was the. the I'm pretty sure she's the shape. The shame. Oh, what's her name? It's Same. escaping the me. girl from Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And she about. was at the, the witch at the very beginning of Hocus Pocus. That, was that gave them her the girls the powers. powers. Yeah. yeah. Her as well. Book. She's another like really 
like again like a woman that's very tall prominent but like which is kind of funny because like when you think of women as tall they have to be very skinny to be models because they're not allowed to be tall we have to be a very certain mm -hmm. specific size as well we can't be like six foot four like that's just weird for a woman and to be tall and I, I think it's that we need to mention also like really quickly the plus size models out there that are promoting that fat isn't necessarily unhealthy fat is still beautiful it is look at tess holiday fucking right. love her maya um maya tyler live tyler's sister mm -hmm. like she's been in the industry for how long like and i'm sorry but some of these plus size models i really don't yes i really don't see how a lot of them are plus size they're very normal average sizes because so to call them plus 12 size 14 was plus size always been plus, just plus size but that's the normal of, size let's just get rid of pant sizes just go through the rack pick up a pants see if it fits you and just there like or just, just go by the actual waist size you measure your waist yes. 47 that's what you pick up yeah if you are this many inches around your waist this is the pants that you wear because that'll fit you right. like it's because and, and can we have the same fucking sizes in all the stores too please right like vanity sizing is bullshit now fashion I, I industry is why women have self-body and self-image issues like it really saddens me when I see that well, out of not that just little fashion, girl holding I'm her sure body fat. Some of the holding her body fat with the scissors. Mentality. Like you see, do you remember you see that picture? But no, but that's what it is. It's it's it started out because only men were in the industry for the longest time. They played women. They were the ones that pointed out this beauty standard. Look at how they fawned over Marilyn Monroe. But since then, their ideal woman has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Marilyn Monroe was a size 16. Because she wore a size 10. However, size 10 is a 16 now. It's not. Well, the thing is, is it, we all go through, we, we learned it in the fashion. It's always a pendulum. So yes, we did get smaller and we got to the point that heroin she, or first we got to Twiggy in the sixties, kind of got back mm -hmm. out again, came back to heroin chic in the nineties. And now we're coming kind of back out. Cause if you think about it, I mean, before Kim has started to go crazy, now the ideal body type is a little bit more of like booties, and a little, a little voluptuous, more voluptuous, voluptuous, but she's also got, she's trying to aim for a fucking 10 inch waist or some stupid shit i don't know what she's fucking doing we also her. have like sir mix a lot like you could do Baby side or sit ups but please don't lose that but lose that but yeah like and then he goes on to mention like 36 24 36 only if you five three like you still want a tiny waist you still want a tiny waist yeah yeah that's great that you like big butts but you still want a tiny waist that's hard and i'm get. sorry we are not articles of clothing we yeah. cannot just alter our image with what's in you can all go fuck yourselves um unless i want to just name a couple of like successful i guess general people not really you know for whatever so we had madeline albright she was the first female secretary oh, of state yes. in 1996 the highest ranking woman at the time so princess diana obviously gone too yes. gone too soon poor woman she was a yes. great so a woman you cannot say anything bad about in right? my opinion uh we have Mae jemison she was the first african-american woman to travel into space in 1992 uh, Donatella Versace, after her husband or husband, her brother got <laughs> got murdered, she took over the empire and made it into the luxury brand that it is today. And then, because uh, she was always my favorite person to do school projects on, Roberta Bondar was the first Canadian woman astronaut in space in like '92, yeah. I believe it was. So, and who was it? Who was the astronaut? The one like that they sent was it Roberta Bondar? Or they sent her like a hundred tampons for two weeks in space? <laughs> something like that Good i think yeah. just didn't understand yeah but, okay okay in defense of that though women have never been in space before 
Right. You have no idea how your period is going to react in zero gravity. No, it could be way worse. It could be way, worse. Could it could be way less. Like you don't know. You could need more. Like who fucking knows? You could not need it at all. You right? could need more. It could suspend but it I completely. Just it was such a funny thing. Yeah, because <laughs> you never know. It could be like you get no period, or you get like the worst period you've ever had in your life. Like. Just, <laughs> The worst feeling sorry that was tmi of all of our male listeners, male listeners. <laughs> oh uh, yeah um sister yeah. act oh i had sister act on here too as well oh yes sister act fuck yeah we love so much right just a bunch of women supporting themselves That'll be a thing we do have to talk oh but that's like 93 isn't it but the second one was 95 right i think the second one could fall under well, our we time technically see. still talk about them because they're within our well, well we'll talk about it. we'll we'll maybe see we'll okay. see we'll see um yes so um as like as for now I feel just like any of the women that like uh, uh, that are out there doing their thing pushing out like Chelsea Handler you've got like Eliza Schlesinger she, uh, all like these women who are just pro Tomlinson is another one that I said Wanda Sykes like yes, just any Wanda of the Sykes. women who are out here doing their thing uh, Rihanna with like the Fenty brands so many Jess, okay, I have to put it out to Jessica Simpson because girl, she started her like her line. She lost the company for a tiny little bit because she was going through stuff in her like whatever life. And apparently she's just gotten it back again. Good for you, girl. So again, like there's things, Brittany, where she had her conservatorship forever and now she's released out of it. Like and now women... people are on her for her behavior. Like, guys, like she's been drugged and medicated for 13 years. She's got to figure like, herself out. She's just trying to figure shit out and she just Not happens to, mention, to be on celebrity sure, level and i'm sure she's still reeling from her miscarriage last year like she's going through some shit guys give her some right. fucking space. give her some space and some slack like, the girl just yeah. is she's trying to find a new life she's a new trying. grip on life she's trying. just like all the rest of us are we're all trying out here so yeah to all the women out there just keep reaching for whatever it is that you want to reach for just go for it yeah you keep doing you, keep- you and and we're fail proud as to... many times as it takes. Be proud of your failures because without failing, success is not failure is a learning. Yeah, but what is sex? Sex. Sex. Success. <laughs> without failure, success is just not as satisfying. Yeah, and also you don't, you don't struggle. You don't learn from you. Failure is a learning experience. It is. It really don't is. Be afraid to fail, guys. Don't be afraid to fail. I, I fail and every keep day. Keep each other up. Right. Let's stop calling each other's bitches and whores because it just makes it okay for everyone else to call you. Uh, there's and actually say. in Eliza's most recent one, this glitter speak that we're doing. Hey, bitches! Oh my gosh, we're so britches. You know, aha squad. Not gonna lie, I we do, I do still it. Do it I know, but uh, it's just like girls at work. Yeah, and yes. we need to get better pay and better work equality out there. No. <laughs> and AOC for president, twenty twenty four. Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. First woman president. One day, guys. Paul Harris and AOC would be great. I think they'd be awesome in office. Um, Yeah. Can we also get a woman, like a real woman prime minister for longer than like a few months? Can we? Like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like, fellas, like you've had your time and can we just- And look what's happened in Canada so far. Maybe it's time for a woman to get in again. Just give it a chance. Just give it a chance. And while we're at it, have it be a woman in the NDP. Let's switch it up completely. We've had men and conservative liberals forever. Let's throw in something else. Let's do a woman NDP or something. Like, let's just throw the dice. (laughs) I feel like on that note, I need to mention, let me one second, search it really quick. 
Oh, that the Green Bay Packers have promoted promoted Aaron Roverge. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, so I'm sorry if I ruined it. The first woman to become a full-time athletic trainer in franchise history. Nice. Do all full-time athletic trainers for oh that never mind. But um go yeah, in franchise history. And I love that it was the Green Bay Packers that did it. Woo, go Cheeseheads. Right. <laughs> Cheeseheads for life. Yep. So uh, on that note, again, like let's just keep supporting each other, bring each other up, women. Yep are awesome we do so much for the world we we birth we birth the freaking humanity for crying out loud so like uh the spice girls just ingrained in our brain in the 90s girl power guys go power. power and that, on that note we will catch you on next week's episode it's gonna be a fun one guys because we're gonna go we on a go. senior trip we are. gonna right. be super fun super all fun right. all right bye guys bye ladies and fellas if you're still listening <laughs>